Hello, and welcome to the most special episode of the Brain Ladle Trivia Podcast thus far. We're at 100. Unbelievable. There was great rejoicing. Believable. So happy to be here. Just take a, f- a few seconds to say thank you to everybody out there who's been listening since show one, show 21, show 91, whichever one you start on. Thank you so much for listening. I'd like to give a special little shout out up here at the top to Barry, who's been sending us some great questions, to El Jefe, who was there from the beginning. El Jefe. Who was there from the beginning. And just everybody out there who's been listening, just thank you so much. I, I don't. I don't want to forget Anthony and um, our favorite patron of all time is got to be Susan. Yes, thank you, thank you for bringing yep. that up. Yes, thank you, Anthony. Thank you, Susan. With this 100th episode, we're going to shake things up a bit. Those of you who are Patreon list supporters already know this, but those of you who are just regular listeners, we have added a new member of the team. She's come on board full time. We have her working in the basement, organizing all the trivia facts. It's Allison. Davo, how <laughs> misogynist of you. Why am I organizing in the basement? That's what sure. I was going to say. <laughs> well, <that's, laughs> wait, that has nothing to do with misogyny. It has everything to do with working your way to the top. It's seniority. <laughs> it's seniority. We all started in the basement. Actually, that's where I'm at right now. They yeah. never let you out, Andy? No. He's in the cubicle next to you. I don't know why you haven't said hi. <laughs> so gender politics aside how you doing <laughs> sorry for giving you grief Davo. it's just low-hanging fruit um Utterly. i am doing wonderful and i'm so happy to be here well we are happy to have you as a full-time permanent member of team brain ladle she dropped the average age of the team significantly significantly yeah. we're going to reach that gen x demographic i think and now with this 100th episode, Davo's getting a call from HR for his intro. So that's true. That's true. That's true. Next week I'll be in I'll be in, in sensitivity training. So Allison, how you doing, Kels? Doing well, my good man. How you doing, Andy? I'm good. And of course, the sensei, the trivia master. How you doing, Neil? I'm doing well. For introverts like me, this is a nice time. Well, we're happy to have it. So are we going to do a a quiz? Are we going to have a a fond remembrance of episodes past? Are we going to do a a clip show? What are we going to do, Neil? (laughs) Is it a writer's strike? (laughs) (laughs) You know, I thought about doing a a, uh, retrospective kind of show, but I decided to just keep it simple and go with this theme of 100. I like Keep it 100. Yeah. I, I got to say, it was a little bit challenging in a few places, but I, I cheated once or twice, but I think I've got some good questions. I don't doubt it. Are you ready? I'm ready. Is that I'm ready? ready. I mean, the last time I played with y'all, I got like two right. So I'm trying to beat that mark and maybe get about three right today. Well, I'm, I'm glad you're, you're aiming high. <laughs> so for for anybody who hasn't listened to the show before, we every week we have a theme, 
And in that theme, there are six categories of four questions each. Each question is worth 10 points. There's a few bonus points thrown in here and there. And then a final question, which is worth up to 100 points. And usually our first category is science. And this week there is no exception. Oh. <laughs> I could hear Andy's hopes just get crushed. Yeah. This is why I don't trust. <laughs> question one. The element with atomic number 100 is named after what Italian-American scientist known as the architect of the atomic bomb? Ooh, locked in. When I say Italian-American, I mean he's an Italian who came to America. Yes. No, I think I've locked. Wait a minute. That doesn't even make any sense now I think about it. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Since I clarified, I'll let you unlock. No, 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 no. This has nothing to do with what you clarified. It has everything to do with me being stupid. Uh, well, I'm, I, can't I'm, I, will, I will keep it locked in because I don't know what the answer is, but I locked in immediately with a really stupid answer. I'm, I'm, I'm locked, locked in. in. Did Allison lock in? No, I'm scraping the bottom of my brain barrel right now. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds gross. Your brain, you're supposed to be scraping the bottom of your brain cauldron? Or pot, do pot, the ladle. Yeah, where do we put? We can't keep the soup in a barrel. No, (laughs) (laughs) here's the thing. I know I need when I don't know the answer. I need to just lock in faster because Neil will go to me first whenever I'm the last one, (laughs) and then it's my Uh, nightmare because my answer is so dumb. Um, in in case probably nobody actually has noticed this, but. I have I have a spreadsheet where I keep score and I go in order of my spreadsheet alternating by one. So like this time I'm going to start with Kel, next time I'm going to start with Davo, and then I'm going to start with Andy. So I don't actually, I, I used to, but I don't pick who goes based on how they answer. I am shocked that you have a spreadsheet and a mathematical <laughs> equation to determine who you're going to talk to. Um, that just came completely out of left field. Well, I've never expected that in a million years. The reason was because I didn't want people to accuse. I don't want people to accuse me of being unfair and picking on anybody. See, it's diplomatic. Picking on me since episode twelve. Well, not by picking up, not by making you answer sooner. Oh, okay. (laughs) Just by hurting me. Yeah, yeah, that's different. I mean, mocking. I don't need a spreadsheet to mock people. We need to put that on the T-shirt for next. Yeah, that's next. our next T-shirt. That I don't is need our a T-shirt. T-shirt. I don't need a spreadsheet to mock people. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, that's I think we're, are we still waiting on Allison? I mean, I got something. <laughs> okay, that's cool. <laughs> oh God. Hey, they, 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 they get easier. Why would you do that? We need a warm-up. <laughs> We need to get the brain going. Okay, sorry. I'm done. Um, All right. Hey, Kells, what's your answer? God bless you. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I guess uh, Fermi. Deva? Enrico Fermi. Andy? Oppenheimer, a German Jew. <laughs> uh, from Italy? Italian. Who I think vacationed once in Italy. Alice. Oh, man, I went the same route as Andy. I just picked someone kind of closely related. I just said Einstein because I didn't know it. 
Well, they were both Einstein and uh, Oppenheimer very closely uh, associated with the atomic bomb, but the correct answer is Enrico Fermi. Mm-hmm. Fer- Fermium is 100, just in case you want to know. I'm is just that Enrico? No. <laughs> <laughs> Question two. 100 degrees Celsius is the equivalent of what temperature in Fahrenheit? Um, ooh. I know this one! <laughs> nice. God, I hope I do, now that I just got that excited. Uh, <laughs> I'm locked in. I love you guys. I thought this was a softball, to be honest. Uh, it is a softball. It was just more the conversion in my brain and remembering it. Yeah, I'm doing math. Oh, God. I didn't, I didn't do any math. Oh, <laughs> oh God. You don't need to do it. Look, this is... This is this is what Neil does. He says, oh, I thought this one was easy. Why are you thinking so hard about it? Then you're like, well, God, am I that big an idiot? Oh, no, I've cratered into my brain. <laughs> wow. Uh, I didn't think it was that bad, Neil. Thank you. I think I'm still waiting on Andy, right? No, I locked in. Okay. Dave, what's your answer? Uh, it's the boiling point of water. 212 degrees Fahrenheit. Andy? 212 degrees Fahrenheit, which I did not realize was the boiling point of water. Okay. Wow. <laughs> yes, I I didn't do any math. I just knew boiling point 212. Also, for my volleyball team, it was like an inspirational thing that we put on the back of our t-shirts because it was like 211 is just hot water, but 212 make steam which is which can power an engine can you give the extra degree so wow that's a really long t-shirt yeah, i just really, <laughs> i have a coffee mug like that a long t-shirt um but yeah 212 and kels uh 212 which was on the back of um i think it was our football team it was like a rallying oh. crowd like 212 squad up so shout out to cam to fairview High. we ripped you guys off kels I mean, I wasn't there at the time, but yeah, I heard about it. They made a, they made a little song about it. So we just had six foe on the back of our t-shirts. I don't know what that was all about. Is that the year you graduated? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was that was an attempt to to mock me. I think. No. <laughs> so I was gonna do 100 degrees Celsius is the equivalent of what temperature in Kelvin, but. Nope. I thought that was too mean. So correct. Uh, the correct answer is 212. You all got it right. What is it in Kelvin? Isn't it like, what is it in Kelvin? Uh, 460 something, I think. Oh, okay. Why wouldn't, why wouldn't we ask Kelvin? Because Kelvin would tell you the wrong answer. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. It is a 373.15 approximately. Mm-hmm. All right. Question three. Let's do a little chemistry and math at the same time. Why? I'm so scared. If you take <laughs> if you take the atomic number of arsenic, mm-hmm. multiply it by the atomic number of lithium, and then add the atomic number of hydrogen, you get 100. What are the atomic numbers of arsenic, lithium, and hydrogen? 
you can almost hear our listeners saying, you know what? I'm going to find a different podcast to listen to. It doesn't make oh, me come feel on. <laughs> so what was the What was the equation again? You take arsenic mm-hmm. times lithium plus hydrogen. Okay. So. Mm. Oh, my gosh. I think I actually know it. No, no, I, no, I don't. So, so you need to know the atomic numbers for each, right? Each, yeah, each of the three. All right, I'm locked in. What if? <laughs> <laughs> what if you get the right numbers on the wrong? <laughs> oh, I don't think that's going to count. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm good with this one. It helps when I'm you know two of them for sure. Yeah, see, that's the thing. If you know two of them, you can figure out the third one. Yeah. Oh, wait, it's two. It's, all right, I'm sorry. Wait, it's multiplying the first two, then adding. Yes, the third. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, no. All right. I'm locked in. I have my notion. I. Oh no, we're not doing Man of Steel anymore. No, no we're not. <laughs> oh. Wow. Nice try, though, Andy. Nice no, try. No. <laughs> All right. I'm locked in. Andy. They are in order numbers seven, ten. And 30, those are the three ping pong numbers that came up okay. when I reached my hand in the air ball thing. All right, Allison. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> so the one I thought I knew, but I probably don't, is I thought hydrogen was one. So then I said arsenic is nine and lithium is 11. Okay. Kels? All right. Well, Allison, you're correct. Hydrogen is one, hence why Dr. Manhattan drew it on his forehead. Lithium is three. So that will make arsenic 33. Okay. Devo. I did 11 and nine as well, but I got hydrogen as as one. Well, Kel's nailed nailed it. Um, Hydrogen is one, lithium is three. And if you know that, you can work backwards to get that arsenic is 33. All right. All right. Question four. The number represented by 10 to the 100th power is commonly known as what? A big number. It is a big number. <laughs> locked in? I'm locked in as well. Locked in. What? Oh, God. <laughs> hey, you know what? Hey, hey, rookie. It's a science category. We're all guessing. <laughs> It's just, you know, it's like when you go to a nice dinner and you have to eat that stupid salad first before you get to all the food you really want to eat. Mm. This is the stupid salad part of the meal. Just cut your way through it. Chin up, Rook. Put <laughs> <laughs> around on your plate look like you maybe did something, but, you know. Uh, I feel like I'm better than this. Don't be too hard on yourself. So you guessed, you, you guessed, Andy? Totally. Make me feel better. Okay. <laughs> okay, I just wrote something dumb as heck down. All right, I'm locked in. Okay, Allison, you're up. Good God. Uh... <laughs> Way to go, rookie. <laughs> oh, if you only knew the dumb things bouncing around in my head. At one point, All I care about is what you wrote down. <laughs> at one point, the notion of I was like, isn't Google a big number? Uh, and then um, I remembered like logs have like huge exponents. 
So I ultimately wrote down log, which isn't a number and it's fine. Uh, Kels? I think, if I may interrupt, I think I think Allison, our, our wonderful rookie, is about to learn a painful lesson. A very I painful so. lesson. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Kels, what's your answer? I wrote a Google. Devo? I wrote a Google. No! <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh! I'm so sorry. Oh, your first day. Well, Neil, you broke new girl. <laughs> Hope you're happy. Well, I'm not unhappy, but... Oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Andy, did you give me your answer? I no, I've not. I guessed a trillion because that was the highest number I could think of. I knew it was a number bigger than that. I couldn't come up with a word. Trillion was the highest number you could think of. You know, I don't have a lot of opportunities to use trillion or numbers larger than that in my everyday life. Though, do you know how much? Do you know how much the the economic package they just passed was? That's two trillion, isn't it? Yeah, that's that's more than a trillion. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, my glasses are fogging up. (laughs) It's gonna be a long time to get to two hundred (laughs) episodes. Long road. Does anyone Um, else physically sweat when you play this game? Because Oh my god! Yeah. I can't believe I did that. Third category in. Uh, anyway, the correct answer is a Google. It's spelled G O O G O L. Yeah. O L. Yeah. But I believe that is what the company kind of named themselves after. They did. All right. At the end of round one, Andy and Allison are tied with ten. Davo has thirty, and Kells has forty. Perfect. So let's move on to history. No. Yes. Question one. The Hundred Days Offensive was a series of offenses that led to the end of what war? Locked in. See, Andy? (laughs) I'm not targeting you. I know. Yeah, that's a 15-yard penalty. You might get kicked out of the game. Yeah, you only get two of those. (laughs) I'm locked in. I don't even know a, a war to guess right now. And my degree is in history. <laughs> Mine too. I'm sweating. I'm oh. Okay, I, I've got something. Okay. Devo? Civil War. Hmm. Andy? Uh, when the U.S. finally joined the Allies in World War One, we launched the 100-day offensive to end the war. Allison? I am a about to crap myself if this is right i just guessed world war one because i needed to pick a different i need to pick a war so (laughs) i wish you're gonna pick one that's a great one to pick it is the great war no the sequel was better (laughs) kels um i almost put the war on drugs but considering that that's still going i said korean war (laughs) The correct answer is World War One. Question two. 
The Hundred Years' War between England and France was fought over the right to control France, more or less. What two rival houses were involved in the war? So the English house and the French house. Five points each. Locked in. Uh, yeah, I'm locked in. Ah, crap. I'm locked in. Oh, okay, sure. Yep, got something. All right, Andy? Um, I have to admit, Right up front, these are two names that I think I've only read. I don't believe I've ever heard either one of these names spoken out loud. So what you're saying is this is about to be funny. This is about to be funny. <laughs> okay. um, in fact, I don't even know if I, they're even remotely smel- spelled right. So I have spelled them phonetically in the way I pronounce them in my head. Um, so this could be fun. Uh, for England, it's Plantagenet. Or Plantagone? Uh, Plantagenet. Pageant. Plantagenet. Pan. Plan. La. Plan. Plantagenet. Plantagenet. Okay. I think, Andy, are you okay? I'm not good with the words. And, okay. and uh, for France, Valois. Valois. Okay. Allison? Oh, I said the rays and the guys. <laughs> well, hey guys, coming up for well, his 100th episode. There he is. Good job, Kels. I said the wrong answer with the uh, the Lancasters and the Yorks. It's never the wrong answer. No, Devo. I said the Capulets and the Montagues. <laughs> wow. Well, the correct answers were the Plantagenets and the Valois. Okay. Wow. Wow. I warned you. No, I, you got full credit though. Thank you. I knew what you were getting at on that one. <laughs> Question three: What Jewish historian died in 100 CE? Didn't you say something about introducing lifelines in this um, new phase of the show? Mm-hmm. I did not. Okay. Uh... There goes the final. I, I locked in. Do you have a ancient Jewish scholar friend that you were going to call? I was going to call you, and then you'd be forced to tell me the answer. <laughs> wow. I am locked in as well. Either your brains or the answer is going to be on my paper. <laughs> I wouldn't have to tell you the correct answer, though. Oh, right. that'd just be cold. Um, 100 CE. I, I got nobody. Mm-mm. You know when you get when you get a very wrong answer stuck in your head and it won't go away? Every single week, Allison, I know that. <laughs> oh. I wrote something down. I'm locked in. No, I have to write down the dumb answer because it won't go away. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to my world. Okay, I'm I'm locked in. All right, Allison. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, for some reason. Dreyfus would not get out of my freaking head. And so that's all I can write down. Okay. Kels? I said somebody who um, probably wasn't even alive at that time. Uh, Joseph of Arimathea. Uh, Deva? The reason I got this answer is because there is a wrestler oh. in the NWA no. named Josephus. Yes. Seriously? Yes. Wow. Andy? 
I'm surprised you guys struggled with this because we've talked about uh, this whole family a lot. The Spidermans, uh, wonderful oh. people, the Spidermans. Live down the hall from the Iron Man. Right, right. <laughs> um, well, the correct answer is Josephus. Wow. Mm -hmm. Thank you, NWA power. <laughs> one out. Well done. I think he was one of the, he, he recorded some of the early Christian history. And he's, I think he was one of the first uh, extra biblical references to, to someone named Jesus. Hmm. I could be wrong about that. I am not a biblical scholar at all. All right, question four. In 100 BCE, the Great Wall of China was extended into what desert? Oh, really? I'm locked in. Um, I think I got one that's on the continent. I'm locked in. <laughs> I'm, I'm locked in with a total guess. I just, I never know it went here, but maybe... Yeah, I'm, I'm locked in. I nope. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. Kells, what's your answer? I said the Gobi. Oh Damn. my god. I said the Gobi. Andy? Gobi Desert. Oh my god. Awesome. I said the Gobi Desert. Her <laughs> answer is the Gobi Desert. I mean my record. <laughs> <laughs> it's also a great feeling when you guessed and Kells goes first. Exactly. And you know, like, either like I've got the right answer, or at the very worst, I'm not going to look stupid. <laughs> at least alone. Yeah. <laughs> All right. At the end of round two, Allison has 30, Andy 40, and David and Kells are tied with 50. Whew. It's anybody's game. Anybody's Which brings game. us to music. It was anybody's oh, game. <laughs> no, I think, well, I don't know. Let's just kick out the jams did. and get going. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I will say there's no um, Juicy J questions here. Oh, oh. rude. All right. As the streak is over. Yeah. Right. What about Tech <laughs> 9? Uh, I don't think so. Huh. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> Question one. Who had a hit in 2014 with 02100 slash The Catch? Locked and for in. a bonus, oh, for sorry. a bonus, the song was used in a commercial for what soft drinks Obey Your Verse campaign? Locked in. The song title was 02100 slash what? The Catch Up. The Catch Up. The Catch Up. Not the Catch Up. <laughs> not the cat's up. Not the delicious condiment. But... Oh, great. And I've already written down Heinz. Right. <laughs> this is DJ 57 Stars. I'm going to be really ashamed of myself if I didn't get this right. I think it's... No, I, I think I'm just clueless here. Um... No idea. Ah, the ketchup. <laughs> The ketchup. <laughs> Delicious. The mustard. All right. I'm locked in with. Okay. I am going. God, my brain just went completely blank. Okay. I'm just going to do that. Okay. I'm locked in. You got to start installing your updates at night. <laughs> I, I really do. 
Set it for set it for two a.m. instead of p.m. All right, Andy, what's your answer? Well, even though I'm pretty sure this band had stopped recording and touring by then, when I think catch up, I think simply red. Oh my god! Am I right? Huh. How did like I- four people who are going to get that joke, dude? <laughs> <laughs> Allison. Oh, Andy, you didn't try the bonus. No, I have no idea. Uh, Coca-Cola. Okay. Oh. Allison. Okay. Um, God, I'm going to be really sad if I didn't get this right. But uh, for the artist, I put Drake, uh, Degrassi, what's up? And uh, <laughs> for the bonus, I put Sprite. All right. Kels? It is indeed Drizzy Drake. And I, I remember liking this commercial a lot because Nas was also in it. It's Sprite. Devo. Well, I knew it was Sprite, but I went with another fly MC. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to say Flavor Flav, aren't you? Oh, uh, man, I was going to say Flavor Flav, but he's dead, so I can't. He is not. You've got to be careful with your powers. You've already killed someone on this show. The Flavor Flav got kicked out of the band, though, didn't he? He did. Sorry. He got kicked out about a month ago. So you can expect that Flavor Flav solo album to come out pretty soon. I said Biz Marquee. Oh, baby, you. The Biz. (laughs) You got what I need. Some Sprite. First of all, Andy, can can you really call them a band? I don't think any of them plays an instrument, right? No, that, that, that's that's a moot point. Beastie Boys are a band, and they don't play an instrument. You got sure MC Mike and two guys uh, rapping. No, actually, one of them plays drums on many of the tracks. Oh yes, right. You forget. Yeah, you're right there. To be sure. Anyway, the correct answer is Drake and Sprite for the bonus. Can I? Uh tell you guys one of my favorite memes of the week that I saw? Yes. Someone, actually one of my former students, posted a picture that said, weird thought for the day. Isn't it odd that the prize on Flavor of Love was Flavor Flav? And (laughs) I just, I just love that. Wait a minute. I wondered that every season. (laughs) (laughs) All I ever know, I never watched that show. I just remember back in the day watching The Soup when it was still hosted by Joel Joel McHale. Mm -hmm. And he would play clips from reality shows. And one of the women on that show, I guess they were doing something and she was standing on the stairwell and she had the poo. So she did. Yeah, no, she took a dump in the lobby of this house. Get swifty. And I don't think that I don't think that disqualified her. No, she stayed on for like a couple more episodes, I think. That's so funny. I like that you're a go getter. Just the utter outrage in Neil's voice was so great. She took a dump <laughs> in the lobby. <laughs> There's a time and a place. I'm telling you. Wow. 
All right, so I've got Kells with 12, Allison with 12, and Debo with two for that one. Yay. Brings us to question two. What band, headed by Thurston Moore and Kim Gordon, released a song called 100% about the death of Joe Cole, a longtime roadie for Black Flag? Locked in. Oh, my God. I knew none of the nouns in that sentence. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know a song called 100%, but it's by Big Pun. That was just one person. I'm locked in. This was an actual band where they played instruments and stuff. Back in my day, you kids with your sampling and your whatnot. If we if we had a guitar on our on our song, we had to learn how to play it. <laughs> well, for some bands, that's a little bit iffy too. Yeah, for an entire genre of music, that's definitely not an entry requirement. <laughs> so, did you did you happen to have a year attached to that? I didn't, but I believe it was like 1992. Yeah, it sounds right to me. Yeah. It was it was headed by those two. I think there were three, four, four, four. There's four, four, four people in this band. Aww. it's a four piece. Yeah, we 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 called it a, a four person band. You got you got your bass, you got your drums, your, and you get fancy with your guitars. Your guitars. One of, them, one of them is just a rhythm guitar. Right. One of them there is lead. You <laughs> really you really had to learn how to play the lead parts. Hey, Jack Lemon, Walter Matthau. I'm trying to lock in. <laughs> I'm locked in. All right. Did we get Allison's lock in too? Oh, yeah. I, I, I'm wrong, but. Okay. Well, we're going to start with you this time. Okay. Cool beans. Um, I said the Twisted Sisters because those are two people, I think, that were in a band. <laughs> Twisted Sister was 10 years earlier. Cool. Like I said, none of the nouns. I didn't know any of them. Cool, granddad. There weren't any women in there either. Those weren't women's names? Thurston? Kim Gordon? Oh, Kim? Is Kim a man? Kim Kim and Thurston Moore. Kim is a lady. Okay. And Thurston Moore is a man. God, they were both gals. Kim's a lady. (laughs) I think they were married to each other for a oh, while anyway. They were. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Good for them. All right. Kells, what's your answer? Probably worse than Allison's. I said the B-52s. Oh, God. I'm starting oh. to think I know the answer and my husband's going to kill me. You do know the answer. I guarantee oh, you do. Oh, no. Well, Allison, this is a band from back in the back in the way we gone days of the 90s. And it's, called the, <laughs> it's called the Sonic Youth. Oh, I'm gonna get that. Oh, no, we're good. And Andy, <laughs> yeah, that's that's right. The Sonic Youth, you used to catch them on there on, on that MTV, Dear. on that Sub Pop record link mm-hmm. out there out, mm-hmm. out Seattle way. That's right. Well, there. actually, at first they were on SST, which was Black Flag's label. That's how they were. That's oh. why they wrote a song because they were friends with this guy too. Because they were big fans of Black Flag and got signed. They were all together. I don't feel so bad about so. missing that anymore. Nor do hmm. I. No, you should never feel bad about missing a trivia question. It's just trivia. It's trivial. <laughs> All right. This one's more up your up your alley, I think, Allison. 
The song 100 Grand Kids peaked at number 100 on the Billboard Hot 100 list. It was sung by what rapper who died of a drug overdose in 2018? I'm locked in. Crap, I can't go with Ray Gotti. So since you probably never heard of that song. I know the drug overdose. No idea. Yeah, that's that's for the real question. I, I, I'm going to pull an Andy on this one because I can't pronounce the dude's name. Because it's got, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to lock in with what I wrote on my paper, which is nonsense. Oh, okay. I'm locked in. Kills, what's your answer? I said Mac Miller. <gasps> Devo? I didn't say Mac Miller. Andy? <laughs> We'll just we'll just gloss over that, David, if you want. I really do. Okay, Andy. <laughs> DJ Jazzy A N D. Yeah, you know me. Word. What just happened? Lord, what the hell was that? <laughs> I think that was an answer. Yeah, sure. sure. Allison. I put Mac Miller too, and I have a trivia nugget after you tell us Ooh. we're right. The I correct hope. answer is Mac Miller. Oh, this is a special thing. This is Allison's first trivia hey, nugget contributor. Actually, it's not okay. trivia at all, but it's just ridiculous about uh, a little fun fact about Mac Miller. So in one of his songs, he says, get stoned, eat yogurt. And that is because for a year of his life, he like subsisted mostly on yogurt and weed. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Why do you suppose oh. he chose yogurt? It's good for the gut flora. <laughs> I don't know. And if you, if you use that uh, Jamie Lee Curtis yogurt there, it'll help you poop. <laughs> I don't think he was eating Activia. No, I could be wrong. I feel obliged to point out, since, since I am often teased about my diet, um, I have only left the house twice so far in our lockdown mode. And the first time was to give blood. And on my way, I realized I hadn't eaten anything all day. And I was super hungry. And it's a bad idea to give blood on a completely yes. empty stomach. So I swung through a Burger King drive through And yes, I ordered the Impossible Burger. Yeah, you did. I liked it. Really? Yeah, they're not bad. They're really good. Mm-hmm. I might go vegan now. It's entirely <laughs> on Impossible Whoppers. <laughs> I see the light. Do they make vegan brown gravy? I oh, you're right. I can't go vegan without the brown gravy. Either you wouldn't make it. Yeah. All right. Question four in music. I just want to say off off the top that I'm both proud and embarrassed by this question. <laughs> in 1982, what comedian had a song in which someone offered him $100 to put things in people's butts? What? <laughs> Oh, I remember this song. I think I know who it is. It's almost got to be him. I vaguely remember this. I'm I'm locked in. I'll also admit that this was a. I was like 12 years old when this song came out, and it was uh, it was hilarious at the time. Uh, I'm locked in. I mean, is it 82? Yeah, I'll, I'll give you an easy mode if you want it for half points. I want an easy mode. Nah. Easy mode. I'm, I'm locked in. I'm locked I'm lo- in. Yeah, I'm locked in. I'll probably get it wrong, but give it a shot. Okay. 
The easy mode is it was a rap song. Oh no, I'm wrong. Oh, I I I I would I would love to give a hint after they're all locked in. He said eighty two, so it's way too late for. I'm locked in. It's way too early for Humpty. This sounds very much like a like a Humpty. Just grab him in the biscuits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but Humpty wasn't a comedian. No, he wasn't. I mean, he was funny, but he wasn't very a comedian. Funny. Oh. <laughs> Just do what you like. <laughs> uh. <laughs> do the Humpty. A rap. Rhymes with an Humpty. <laughs> All your rappers in the top ten. Please allow me to bump them. <laughs> I I know this isn't right, but I'm writing them down anyway. I'm locked in. Is everybody locked in? I think, I think so. so. All right. I would also like to offer a hint. Okay. It's not a hint if we locked in. Well, I know, <laughs> but it's just going to drive them crazy. If he would follow up years later with his next hit song party all the time. <laughs> I got it right. I, I did not get it right. Uh, Eddie Murphy. Andy. Put the boogie in your butt. Eddie Murphy. Allison. Uh, I was a little bit late in time. I put Adam Sandler when I locked in. <laughs> it's a valid guess. Valid. Yeah, that's and that's not that much. Adam Sandler is mean, working might on a been... song like that right now. Yes, he is. Maybe it'll be funny. <laughs> Kels. She likes to party all the day. I said Eddie Murphy. The correct answer is Eddie Murphy. I saw him in concert once. Oh, nice. Really? I think for the for the his raw tour. Ooh. All right, at the end of round three. Allison has 52, Andy 60, Devo 67, and Kells 77. And next is sports. Yay. Oh, no. <laughs> You're sports a coach. <laughs> of, a, of a sport I know there's not about to be a question on, so. Yeah, that's true. It's girl sports. <laughs> is Girls play sports? Wow. <laughs> Sorry, I was channeling Devo there. No, you weren't. I have nothing to do with that. HR, sure we have two people for that next meeting. Uh, what? <laughs> Allison, are you a volleyball coach? Yes, I am. Okay. I'll see if I can work in a volleyball question at some point. Woo! Uh, all right. Question one in sports. In the 60s, two college football players were allowed to wear the number 100 for one season, two, di two different seasons. One was to commemorate their school's 100th anniversary, and one was to commemorate the NCAA football's 100th anniversary. What position did both of those players play? I am locked in. Locked in. I am locked in with a guess. Yeah, sure. Guess. <laughs> But Neil's a tricky person, so... Yeah. <laughs> I have this reputation that I don't think is deserved. Mm, and I'm not quite in your mind palace yet. Um. <laughs> well, 
I'm going to have to put some signs on the lawn or something. Oh, Sherlock Holmes <laughs> reference there. Yeah, I'm locked in. All right, Allison, you're up. I just said quarterback because, okay. Kels? I said a kicker. Devo? I also said kicker. Andy? Yeah, I said kicker as well. My logic would be that that number would be confusing for anything else, but. I think that was part of the logic, and yeah. the correct answer is kicker. Sports. I almost put punter. Just, just. Me, I almost went with punter as well. Well, yeah, technically, what I wrote down is punter slash place kicker. Okay. So, basically, they're people whose who's, their names rarely get called during a game, or their numbers rarely get called during right. a game. Right. So, I guess during the NCAA football's 100th anniversary, there was a special logo that a lot of the teams had on their helmets, but... Uh, I didn't write down which school it was, but they decided they didn't want to have that helmet. So they asked if their kicker could have, could wear the number 100. So he, he was able to wear that. Mm-hmm. Question two, who was the first and only player in the NBA to score 100 points? And for a bonus, who's in second place of all time with 81 points in one game? I'm going to need everyone to be silent. <laughs> <laughs> I actually know this. I know this. Thing. I know this. I'm locked in. I know the whole story behind it too. <laughs> I'm locked in with the first guy, but all right, I'm I'm locked in with both now. No, it's in there. It's in, in your there. mind palace. God, I hope so. <laughs> oh, you're you're a rookie. I forgot. Here's how you do that. Um, when you're thinking about it, you just go like this, huh? Well. Is it? What? Maybe? This year? 37? Huh? The tissue on the back of my neck? Okay, I'm going to have to take my headphones out for a second to get this. <laughs> <laughs> I do that a lot, Allison. And <laughs> oh, 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 shit. Yes! Yes, 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 yes! <laughs> wow. Sound like she slid the typewriter over. <laughs> if I if I just did all that brain work and I get it wrong, I am going to cry. But it's okay. I will cry for you. <laughs> I, I hate to ask this, but did you get the bonus? Oh, there's no chance in hell. But I, oh, I'll, okay, I'll, take good. Guess, I'll take a guess on that one. Um, yeah, you could put someone's name down. Uh, okay. Yep. Do you have your guess? Yep, got a guess. Okay. All right. Kells, you're up. All right. I said uh, the Big Dipper and the Black Mamba, a.k.a. Wilt Chamberlain and Kobe Bean Bryant in that order. Okay. I I got Wilt Chamberlain because there was a whole, um, oh, what's his name, Um, podcast about how uh, this other- Bill Simmons? uh, No, it's not a sports one. I don't even know if that was a sports one, but, uh, but anyway, somebody taught him how to shoot. It's a great story so far. Yeah, I'm crushing it. <laughs> crushing it. Someone came in and taught him how to shoot his free throws underhand, which is what made him break the 100 mark. But then he oh. stopped. Hmm. Yeah. Who is that? Barry something. Barry. Rick Barry. Rick Barry. Yes. This and- was, uh, this was on NPR's, uh, American Life. 
Yeah. Because I heard the story too. This American Life. That was on NPR's This American Life about two months ago. Oh, well, it, it was on um, what's his face does. Uh, it's going to just like Will Chamberlain finally came to me. I will come up with it later, but let's not stall anymore. Um, and then my bonus, I put Kareem. Okay. Andy? I went with Wilt the Stilt uh, in first and runner up Michael Jordan. And Devo. Uh, Wilt Chamberlain and Kobe Bryant. The correct answers are Wilt Chamberlain was the first and only to score 100 points, and Kobe Bryant scored 81. Yes, Michael Jordan's yeah. career high was 69. Oh, is it really? Okay. Yeah. So it, I read a little bit about Wilt's 100 point game, and I think I forget who he's playing against. He was playing for Philadelphia, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And he was, I think he was playing against New York, mm-hmm. and New York was fouling everybody because they did not want him to get to 100 points <laughs> of course they were trying so hard to prevent that and he, i think he got it with like 47 seconds of left in the game or something like that oh and i looked up that podcast it's called revisionist history by malcolm gladwell oh oh yeah, yeah. and he does i heard that one too that's, that's... yeah all right question three The first NHL season to have a player score over 100 points was in 1968 through 69. And in that year, three different players did it for four points each. Name the three players who scored 100 points or more that season. Let's try to remember my 1960s NHL team rosters here. I... I don't think you meant to do this, Neil, but when my husband hears this, he's going to be so upset with me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, I certainly don't want to cause any marital strife. Oh, sorry. Man. I mean, I, I do that enough on my own every day. <laughs> uh, I am locked in. I'm locked in. I'm just going to write down some players I know major likes. <laughs> <laughs> Try to get some brownie points. There you go. I'm locked in. Okay, yeah, I'm in. Let's start with Devo. All right, I put Gordy Howe, uh, Rocket Richard, and Bobby Orr. All right, Kels. I said um, Bobby Hole, Gordy Howe, and Bobby Orr. Allison. Oh God. Okay, <laughs> I put Gretzky because that's a name, and <laughs> then the other two are just. Blues players or past and present, uh, Tarasenko and Pronger, because that was for you, Mage. Wow, well, Gretzky <laughs> did score over 100 points a lot, yeah. so there is that. Just not in that time. 1969, he wasn't born yet, not in 68, 69. Yeah, he was alive, but he was a, he baby. Was a baby, yeah, Andy. Um, Bobby Orr. Uh, and then Wilt Chamberlain, because that dude could do anything. <laughs> um, and Ray Guy. All right. Ray Guy, I believe. Maybe Ray Guy. French. That'd actually Ray be. <laughs> if his name was Roy Guy, it would be Waggy. <laughs> All right. Well, that's something. <laughs> well, with 126 points, we've got uh, number one is Phil Esposito. Oh, good old Phil. Mm-hmm. And number two, with 107, 
was Bobby Hull. Oh, okay. Come on, Bobby. And number three with 103 was Gordy Howe. So I got four for Davo and eight for Kells on that one. Zip for me. Yeah, that's it. That's a none for me either. Yeah, Yeah, I I wasn't going to say that, but. (laughs) Uh, Question four in sports. In 1993, uh, in what has been called the last great pennant race, what Major League Baseball team won over 100 games but failed to make the playoffs? What? This is before this is before the wild card. All right. So, and so this this I was months old. <laughs> um uh 93 would have been decent in 93. Um okay. See, you can you can at least like Somewhere. work your way into it, Kells. Me, I'm just like what are baseball teams? <laughs> i'm right there with you allison i would have been useless on all of these i knew i knew the wilt chamberlain one and that was that was it mm-hmm. i'm locked in i guess yeah that's, i'm gonna throw a team out there yeah yeah team is thrown <laughs> all right andy i i vaguely remember this and i want to say it was the astros you want to say that or you are saying i'm that? saying that god i hate it when you do that <laughs> well, I'm just making sure I got your answer. Yeah, yeah. Because sometimes you say, "I no, it's the ass." Yeah, I'm just. I'm, this is so frustrating because I, I, I'm also thinking it might be a Canadian team. Canadian. When the Canadian teams there, but I think it's the Astros. Devo. Well, I was thinking my logic was this is you know part of the Braves dynasty and they oh, were in the playoffs forever, yeah. and they were in the West for a long time because of the way the divisions were lined up. So I'm thinking the Dodgers. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, my logic was, because I have no other uh, base of reality. Uh, the, the big shame with the 94 lockout was that the Expos were doing really good. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe win it all that maybe they got slighted the year before. So I said the Montreal Expo. Oh, if, I, if it's one Next of the Canadian ball. teams, I'm gonna be so mad. And Allison, um, the Red Sox are a baseball team, so <laughs> they're the best baseball team. No, they're not. Historically speaking, they're not. All right. Well, Deva was the closest, and I I think your logic was pretty close. Uh, but the correct answer is the Giants of San Francisco. Oh, oh. I feel less bad. <sighs> I was so close. Way to get the right state, Davo. Good job. Hey, hey. Yeah. the right division. <laughs> I got the right division. Hooray. Dude. All right. So was that one too hard? No. Yes. All right. <laughs> Not that I care that much. but Yeah. Thanks for that. <laughs> All right. At the end of round four, Allison has 62, Andy 80, Davo 93, and Kells 107. 100. Let's move on to television. Oh, holy dog. Question one. 100 episodes is the traditional number of episodes required for what? Locked in. A podcast to start making money? No, this is a TV. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> that would be nice. It would be nice. I have no idea. Hmm. Me neither, Andy. Hmm? I'm digging again. I'm locked <laughs> in with a total guess. All right, Allison. Oh, I hadn't locked in yet, but 
I was thinking of punting, so I think I'll just go with it. Okay. Hey, time with the rookie. <laughs> Andy? I have no idea. I'm guessing maybe syndication. Like, you need at least 100 episodes for it to be profitable to put into syndication. Okay. Devo? Syndication. Oh, please. And Kels. Syndication. Yes. The, the idea was that you'd get 20 weeks of five episodes a week for syndication. Okay. Oh, okay. Makes sense. I did say that's the traditional number. Um, it's not really a requirement by any means. So um, there's shows out there in syndication with fewer than that number. But all right. Question two. The 100 is a post-apocalyptic series set to enter its seventh season later this year. What network does the show air on? And I have an easy mode for half points if you need it. I'm, I'm going to need the easy mode. mode. I'm between two. I have a guess. Easy mode. I want to take, I want points, but it's easy mode. Okay. So Kels is locked in mm -hmm. and the rest of you want easy mode. My easy mode is the network was formed in 2006. Oh, this ain't right. Right <laughs> enough. So that's not the network I was thinking of. Okay, I've got a guess, but I've got one in parentheses because this is where I've seen it. No, I'm just guessing now. All right, I'm locked in. Uh, I've got something. That's like your uh, your answer arrived by by bullet train. <laughs> It's a Doppler effect going. Here's my answer. I'm locked in. Right. Is that is that everybody? I believe so. Kells, what's your answer? Oh, I say USA. I was thinking that too. Allison. Uh this isn't right, but I said, and I don't even know what it's called, but I said Oprah's network. Oh, oh the woman's network. And Deva. Um, I said freeform. Ooh. Oh, if that's the answer, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> uh, the correct answer is the CW. Oh, cool. that was 2006. Wow. Mm -hmm. CW. Yeah. Cause it was, it was basically formed from, um, Warner brothers or the W the WB. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Right. Something else. Yeah. All right. Well, that was a sweet pop. Mm -hmm. Good for you. <laughs> you must, you must I think feel that's very actually, proud that's of actually, yourself. That's the first I, one. Second. No, the second one. Oh, the, uh, oh, the, the kept track. <laughs> I knew it. I have a separate spreadsheet going over here. <laughs> the X's on my finger are starting to get demeaning. Uh, question three. One versus 100 was a TV game show from 2006 to 2008, which was hosted by what former and current TV sitcom dad? I can't believe I don't remember a game show that lasted almost two years. Um, um like one? one versus 100 current sitcom dad. I said, which was hosted by what former and current former. TV sitcom dad? I have an idea. I'm locked in. I have no idea. It's the Dick okay. Van Dyke show. Sorry. <laughs> Dick Van Dyke. <laughs> Whoop. Brink. Bonk. 
I used to love this show. I'm locked in with a total guest. I'm locked in with a total guest. No. Why do you guys do this so quickly? Oh, because we've got we've done this. guessing. Yeah. We've done this, uh, you know, Kells and I have done this 100 times. <laughs> as well as Neil. Okay, I have a guess. I, yeah. All right. Devo? I said Kevin James, the King of Queens. Kells. I said Tim Allen. Oh! Allison? That's gotta be the right answer. Good job, Kells. Uh, but I said, well, I put Matt LeBlanc, because I was like, he could totally host that show. But then I was like, he's not really a TV dad. And then I put Bob Saget, because, yeah. <laughs> So what's your answer? So Matt, Le- Matt LeBlanc is scratched out pretty hard, so we'll go with Bob Saget. Okay. Andy? I also went with Tim Allen. Well, uh, maybe it wasn't a great clue, but former and current was supposed to be a clue because he was a former dad in the show cool time. in the 90s, and then in the remake of the show that airs on Netflix, I think. Yeah. And the correct answer is Bob Saget. Oh, what? Uh, what? Wait, it's not. Oh, uh, you, got it. you got it right. But <laughs> I was confident. I no. Here's the reason I was so shaky about it. I don't think Bob Saget's in the remake. Uh, I I actually checked to make sure. And according to the Wikipedia page, he's a recurring character on the remake. Is he really? I could not make it past the first episode. It was not for me. But yeah, no, I I have never seen it. But me, it's really Bob Saget. The, the correct answer is Bob Saget. <laughs> I I can't even right now. <laughs> I already X'd it out. I already told myself it was wrong. Ooh. Do you need a moment? Are we ready to go on? <laughs> I think I can put it together. Okay, question four. This is one of the ones that I kind of cheated on because I couldn't come up with any more TV shows about 100. So I just picked the US TV show that's had the most episodes. So the question is, what US TV show had 15,762 episodes before being canceled in 2009? Oh. And for a bonus... That I'll be shocked if anybody gets. This is the sh- this show that I just mentioned the f- with fifteen thousand seven hundred sixty-two episodes, is the second most episodes for a TV show. What country has the show with the most episodes at forty-five thousand three hundred ninety? So the main answer I'm looking for is the U.S. show with fifteen thousand that was canceled in two thousand nine, and then I just need the country of the show that has the most. I am locked in on both. Wow. Go, Andy. I got nothing. I'm locked in on both. Locked in. All right. I'm locked in with something. All right. David? Uh, I said, I figured it would be a soap opera. Yep. So I, the soap opera I chose was Guiding Light on CBS forever and ever. (laughs) And the country with the, 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 Country I chose was Great Britain, B 
because they have two shows that I, I've actually watched a little bit that have been on forever, one of which is Countdown, which has been on over 40 years, and EastEnders is a soap opera there that has been on for since, you know, since Andy was a boy, so you know. <laughs> wow. Oh, oh, my sides hurt. <laughs> so I said great. Okay, Kels. I went with a with the soap opera, but I chose All My Children. Oh. Which is from the ABC network. It used to come on right before One Light to Live. And I also chose uh, the UK. Okay. Allison? I don't really want to say my answer. Um, <laughs> You're invoking the Davo Claus. <laughs> I respect that. <laughs> I totally thought of the soap opera thing because I was like, it's got to be a daily show. But then I couldn't think of a soap opera that had been canceled that ran for a long time. All I could think of was Passions, which I used to watch with my grandmother. And it probably is. <laughs> I don't know. I, really creepy. Wow. I didn't understand why there needed to be puppets in the soap opera, but um, but I didn't actually guess that. What I guessed was Regis and Kelly, and um, that's why I asked about the changing name. And I also guessed Britain. Okay, and Andy. Um, with that many episodes, it had to be a soap opera. Um. And I was trying to think back of like the biggest soap opera that ever got shut down. I think that's As the World Turns, which I never watched because that was opposite days. Um, you know, I had to. I watched As the World. I had to Turns. see a hope. Days of hope was trash. <laughs> <laughs> you take that back. Hope and Bo's wedding was fantastic. Um, Don't get between Davo and his shows. <laughs> Not my. I watch my stories. <laughs> uh, and I also went with Great Britain. Um, I was thinking along lines, even though I suppose it was a huge break, but Doctor Who uh, got started back in the 50s. And I was also thinking of EastEnders. You know, the BBC is one of the most, the longest established broadcasting companies there is. So that's where I went with. All right. Well, the correct answer is The Guiding Light. <gasps> It had something like 50 seasons. Um, and I didn't include these, but it also had like 10 or 12 seasons of radio before it went on TV, I think. So again, according to the source of all knowledge, Wikipedia, the number one episode or the number one show is called Unser Sandmannchen from Germany okay. with 45,390. It actually started in East Germany during the war. Wow. It's a stop motion uh, children's show. It was extremely popular, apparently. East German <laughs> stop motion children's show. That has got to be worth watching on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, after the unification, it became I, well, the West Germans liked it, too. So um, I think after the war, the West Germans, I, that may be one of the reasons why there's so many episodes is because East Germany and West Germany might have been creating uh, the same show separately, you know? Oh. Because hmm. otherwise I cannot figure out how they came up with 45,000 episodes. <laughs> so what was the name of the show? It was called Unser Sandmannchen 
which yeah, means the, yeah, Sun Munch and Little Sandman. Yeah, oh. Little Sandman. Yeah, there he is. It's cute. All right. At the end of round five, Allison has seventy-two, Andy ninety, Deva one thirteen, and Kells one seventeen. Rocking Pretty third close place game at the top for once. Third place isn't last. Yes. You're welcome, Andy. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right. Last category is obituaries. Oh, dang it. Andy knows these pretty well. Yeah, I go to the obituary page first to see who I've lost this week. Oh, God. When you get to my well, age, are... you know. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's what you were all thinking. These are all people who died at the age 100. Okay. Question one. This star of stage, radio, TV, and movies rose to prominence as part of a husband and wife team. An Oscar win when he was 79 revived his movie career, and he had several popular movies until his death in, in 1996 at age 100. Locked in. Locked in. Oh, Locked in. good for you guys. I'm going to have to dig. You're the best. I actually just watched one of his movies yesterday. As kind of a stroll down memory lane. It was one of my favorite movies when I was a kid. And it's so bad now. Was it part of the trilogy? Was there three of those? If you're thinking of the same thing I'm thinking of? There were. Oh, give me there, Well, if we're thinking of the like same it. thing, there. Oh, shoot. Maybe we shouldn't <laughs> yeah, be talking. Stop talking. You're not going to help. It's okay. <laughs> okay. I don't think I'm going to remember their name, but I think, I don't know. Have you guys ever seen um, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel? Heard of it? I know. Is it good? New assignment for everyone. It's amazing. Okay, will do. Andy, especially you. Like you're going to want to show it in class. But okay, uh, they talk about this like historical married couple that was like they were comedic, and I wish I could Mm -hmm. remember their name because. Maisel says that she's not going to be the lady. And she says the lady's name because she doesn't want to be like a side piece. That's not the right word, but. Sidekick. Sidekick. Yeah. Robin technically was a side piece because he didn't really do anything. But most of the time they're called side All right. Kicks. All right. Well, All right. to my understanding of the phrase side piece is that they did do something. It's just not necessarily something you do with your yeah. spouse. Well, hopefully you're doing it with your spouse, but. Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> maybe that's why you have a side piece. Yeah. If <laughs> let's not, let's just stop that line of conversation right there. Allison started. <laughs> that's what I do. Wow, throwing the new girl under the bus. Yeah, pretty much. That's where the rookie belongs under the bus. <laughs> I thought she belonged in the basement. That's where the ba- bus is yeah. parked. Uh, <laughs> How'd you get it down the stairs? I think it's our building. There's the garage. It's a garage. We call it the basement, but it's really the garage. Okay. Uh, God, guys, I don't even have a good guess. Um, I think I'm going to write down somebody who's still alive. <laughs> it's the category. It's the one thing we know for sure. Um. <laughs> you look at the category. The only thing we can say for sure, they're dead. I got something written on the page. Please don't make me go first. Uh, well, according to my spreadsheet, first on the list is Alex. I told you. Take I think night, Gracie. This person. I don't play favorites. Uh, oh, you know what <laughs> I'm, I'm going to do? I'm going to cross out my dumb answer. 
And I am going to say that I wrote Ray Guy's younger brother, George Guy. That would be me. Okay. Oh, no. Oh, no. Twice wow. in one game. This is going to sting. Oh, no. Yeah, a little bit. This is going to sting. Oh, my Andy. gosh. Is it going to be George or something? George Burns. Oh. I don't know who that is. Ava. Say goodnight, Gracie. George Burns. Was it uh, uh, Kells? What's your answer? I said George Burns. Was it Burns and Allen that she was talking about in the show? Gracie yeah, Allen. Gracie Allen and George Burns. They got together first as as vaudeville. And what's amusing is that's Gracie. Gracie had that really kind of goofy voice, and that's her normal voice. And when they started off, she was a straight woman. Uh, but George pointed out that everybody was laughing at her giving the straight lines out. And so they switched it around so she would play this dingbat. But she was actually kind of the brains behind the two of them. For and, and before I forget, so were we talking about Oh God? Is that the trilogy you were Yeah, and then Oh God and then go Oh God Part two. two. And then and then Oh God, you devil. Oh right. See, you know where he he played both God and the devil. I am grading papers, and as I've talked about before, if I'm grading really easy things like worksheets, I try to find something kind of dumb to watch. It's not really gonna suck me in. And I got nostalgic the other day for um Oh God, I loved that movie as a kid. And I watched it. That was a mistake. It's awful. I'd forgotten John Denver stars in it, for starters. Yeah, yeah. And I got like 10 minutes into Oh God Book 2 and went, nope, too dumb for me. (laughs) Question two. This comedian and movie star is well known for his association with the USO and performed for the troops many times during World War II, Korea, Vietnam, and the Gulf War. He passed away in 2003 at age 100. Bonus, what was his first name? His birth first name. Locked in and locked in. Uh, just one lock in for me. Yeah, I'm, I'm locked in. Oh, gang. Guys, this is the answer that I wrote on the last one and then scratched out and put a fake person. So, <laughs> so I guess I'm, I'm just going to go for him again. Okay. Andy? Bob Hope. Uh, he was born in England uh, with the name Leslie was his real first name. Hmm. Deva? Bob Hope. Kels? Uh, father of Rose Nyland, Bob Hope. And I wrote his real name was Robert. And Allison? <laughs> I like that, Kels. His <laughs> real name is Robert. Um, I put Bob Hope. Well done. Well, the correct answer is Bob Hope. Yay. He had kind of a distinctive nose. He kind of made fun of it a lot. Um, apparently, when he was uh, young, like in his 20s, he was helping his brother. Um, they were cutting down trees in California. And somebody screwed up while Bob was up in the tree. And it started falling. And um, he was able to move to where he was on top of the tree as it fell. Because otherwise, it would have crushed him. But when he landed, his face just smashed into the tree, and it just shattered his nose. Mm. And they used to call it ski jump, was kind of the the joke. It looked like a ski jump. Yeah, old old ski nose or something like that. Yeah. All right, uh, question three. This longtime film and television producer is responsible for bringing us the Our Gang Kids and Laurel and Hardy, among many others. Uh He died in 1992 at age 100. Locked Uh, in. What was the answer? 
bonus? Did you did you say it was slavery? There's no bonus now. No, for the no, last. No, one. I mean. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, for uh, Bob Hope's uh, birth first name was Leslie. I'm locked in with a. And he was born in England, but he moved here when he was very young. With a guess. I do not know this. Yeah, no, I have no chance here. Luckily, I recently <laughs> watched the Laurel and Hardy movie, and so I remember from the movie. I don't know if I would have gotten if I hadn't seen the movie recently. The movie. They did a. There's a, a movie came out last year called Laurel and Hardy. It's about their last comedy tour. It's beautiful. Oh, it's okay. Because I was going to say they oh, did yeah, a lot yeah, of no, movies. No, it's like a recent movie where it's, it's depicting kind of the the end of their career. Um. I'd go with Oprah again if you're looking for a guess. I don't even know how to spell this. That okay. O P A. <laughs> <laughs> It's just Harpo backwards. I got something. It is neither a male nor someone that's dead. So, (laughs) Devo? I went Norman Lear. Oh, okay. Kels? I wrote Norman Lear and I thought that was out of control. He's probably still alive. Um, Allison? I said Oksana Bayul. Nice. Nice. A little nod there at the hundredth. And Andy. Hal Roach. Correct answer is Hal Roach. Hal Roach. Norman Lear was much later. Hal Roach Studios. Yeah, and Norman Lear is 97 and still alive. Yeah. (laughs) Don't kill him off, Davo. I'm not like Norman Lear. All right, question four. Although her first film was in 1932, she is currently the oldest person nominated for a Best Supporting Actress Oscar for a film released 65 years later. She passed away in 2010 at age 100. Oh, she said born in 32. No, her first film was in 32. It was in 32. And she the got film out. that she was nominated for an Oscar was in was 65 years later. Huh. All right, I'm locked in. I will never get it. I know exactly who you're talking about. I think I do too. Uh, I'm locked in. Yeah, me too. Oh, I'm spacing out on this. I don't know. All right, I'm locking in with a total guess. Okay. Kels, what's your answer? Uh, I said the old lady who threw the heart of the ocean into the ocean in Titanic. Okay. <laughs> Allison? Um, I, my answer comes from something that was circulating on Facebook, not that long ago, where people were honoring the death of Betty White, even though she is very much still alive. Uh, so I went with Betty White. (laughs) Okay. Again, the one thing we know for sure in this category. (laughs) Andy, the only person I can, uh, the only actress I could come up with that would be a, in that age range maybe that died around there was B. Arthur. So it would be Arthur. Because at least she's dead. Okay. So, you know, <laughs> I got that going Andy, this has, been, this has been my peaceful protest to this category. <laughs> uh, and, uh, Devo? I also said the old lady who threw the heart of the ocean into the water in Titanic, and I thought her first name was Gloria. G L R I A. Yeah. Uh, so, so old Rose. Old Rose. 
<laughs> well, this has been fun. Yeah, no, I I'll give Kells and Davo half credit for that <gasps> one. I forgot the S in aliens, and I didn't get points. These guys, you know, that old lady in that one movie. But it was a different. But Alien was a different movie. Yeah, and it didn't come out in '86. <laughs> You got the year wrong and the name wrong. All right. All right. At the end of round What was her six? actual name? Yeah, what was her name? Oh, sorry. Her actual name was Gloria Stewart. Oh, I got her first name. Oh. I should get four points. <laughs> now that's begging. <laughs> it is. I'm not proud. No, it's close. Uh, so at the end of round six. Allison has 82, Andy 122, Deva 138, and Kells 142. Ooh. I am keeping Still the spread ready. wide. Well, as long as the last category isn't anything to do about movies, we should be able to catch Kells. Well, it's funny you should say that. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a group called the American Film Institute. Yes. Who in 1997 and 2007 put out lists of the 100 best movies as chosen by something like 1500 movie people. So there's a lot of overlap between the two lists, but there are 13 different movies that are in the top 10 of those two lists. Ooh. So just name any 10 of them and I'll uh, give you 10 points each. Oh, uh, wait just one second, Bobble. Yes, it's your friendly podcasting fanatic. Here to shout out my trivia brothers from another mother, the Trivia Rogues. When you get a chance, pop on over to the Trivia Rogues and let Billy and the gang educate you on some things, Bobble. Funk on. And do remember to please look both ways before you cross my mind, baby. I have 10. I have my 10. I'm not going to get one more than Kells, I don't think. Kells probably has his friggin' list memorized. I don't. The top five, I think I got, and the rest were fairly good guesses. Yeah. Mm, I need one more. I am locked in with a kick butt list. I actually, it's been five years ago, but I went and looked at this list and watched their, their top 10. I'm hoping I remember. Out of the ones I have written, I've only seen... I've seen all but three. On I've seen list. every one of the movies on my list. I've seen four of the ten. Yeah, I think I'm with you too, Kels. In fact, I've them. seen all these movies at least twice that are on my list. Well, aren't you a Hootie Yeah, that's Pootie right. Hootie now. Pootie. That's what they call me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, Allison, let's start with you. Okay, so my 10 are kind of all over the place. Uh, but number one, I put Pulp Fiction. Number two, th my the second one I put on here never makes any lists, I don't think. But I just put it because I feel like it should be. Um, Forrest Gump. Then Ooh. Casablanca. Titanic. Uh, the Godfather Part Two, because Andy keeps telling me, because I refuse yeah. to watch it, but he tells me it's great. But you you found time to see Titanic, okay? 
40 days. Uh, Fight Club. <laughs> the Dark Knight. Oh, good. Good Oh. The Godfather Part One and Citizen Kane. I like all of the movies that you listed. <laughs> Don't Those are all good movies. <laughs> yeah, that's a solid list. Yeah. That, that's a really nice way of saying I got them all wrong. Thanks, guys. <laughs> no, no, not all wrong. Not all wrong. Uh, Citizen Kane, Godfather, Star Wars, The Graduate, hmm. Casablanca, mm-hmm. Chinatown. Schindler's List, uh, Lawrence of Arabia, which is the most recent movie out of the list I've, I've watched, uh, Maltese Falcon. Love That's that. the stuff dreams are made of. Good movie. And Gone with the Wind. Really good list, Andy. Gone with the Wind is one that I couldn't get to. I am not a fan. My, my dad always tells to. a story of being on a date with my mother and going to see that movie and being relieved when it was over and mom leaning over and saying, it's just intermission, dear. (laughs) Deva. All right. Uh, Gone with the wind. Lawrence of Arabia. Citizen Kane on the waterfront. Oh, Mm. Godfather. Godfather two. Lord of the Rings, return of the King. Wizard of Oz. Oh, shoot. Okay. Uh, I put Ten Commandments. The Ten Commandments. Out of my cold, dead hands. <laughs> and The Graduate. Cuckoo, can you? That's Simon and Garfunkel song. I know what you know. Uh, uh, starting out my list, the one that makes number one usually is Citizen Kane, Lawrence of Arabia. Godfather, Casablanca, Gone with the Wind, Star Wars, Wizard of Oz, Sunset Boulevard, It Happened One Night, and All About Eve. I always forget Casablanca on these lists. I don't think I've ever seen Casablanca. And I always forget. I've never seen it either. Guys, you genuinely would love this film. I don't doubt it. It's, you know, it's it's an adventure kind of movie. It's not a I think today we think of it as a classic love story, and it is partially, but it's you know it's it's a movie that keeps you on the edge of your seat. And now I'm realizing why didn't I put North by Northwest on my list? Crap. Speaking of edge, I'm a, I'm a Humphrey Bogart fan, so I I feel like that's a big gap in my love. Casablanca. Actually, Casablanca was a movie I watched as a teenager and kind of opened that door to, oh, these old black and white movies can be good. Treasure of the Sierra Madre. Yeah. I really like On the Waterfront. On the Waterfront's good. That should have been on my list. It should have been. So are you, are you saying the water, On the Waterfront should have been a contender? <laughs> ah, well done. <laughs> See what I did there? What you did well, there. All right. So here's, I'll start with the top 10 um, on the original list from 1997. Starting with number 10 is Singing in the Rain. Mm. Mm. Dave, how did you not get that one? I know, right? Schindler's List. Hmm. On the Waterfront. Yeah. Oh. The Graduate. Oh. The Wizard of Oz. Oh. Lawrence of Arabia. Yeah. Oh. Gone with the Wind. Oh. The Godfather. 
Ooh. Casablanca and Ooh. Citizen Kane. Ooh. And then I originally said 13. Uh, I, for some reason I marked Schindler's list as a new one, but it, it wasn't in the re in the remake of the list in 2007. Um, Vertigo made it to number nine. Oh, but nice. not North by Northwest. Hmm. Vertigo's a better movie. I disagree. <laughs> well, apparently I strongly disagree. So <laughs> interestingly, in in the original list, Vertigo was number 61, and it jumped 52 places. Oh, wow. And so someone just started appreciating Vertigo all of a sudden. <laughs> and similarly, this movie was 24th on the list originally and jumped up 20 places to number four, and that is Raging Bull. Oh, which wow. is one of my favorites. I've only seen that once a long time ago. I need to look. I need to look that movie up again. So, by my mathing, Allison got three correct, Woo! which hey. brings her to one twelve, and she's still in fourth place. Oh. I broke. Wow. I broke the three digit mark. This is a this is a great day for me. <laughs> well done. You know, it's the first time she's seeing you know the pitches in the majors. You know, yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> and I got her first swing. Yeah, you have, to, you have to make that big adjustment. She's looking good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Andy, I counted seven correct for you. Yep, which brings you to one ninety two, and currently in the lead. Nice, Andy. Davo also had seven. That's which brings <laughs> him to two oh eight. And currently the lead. I was in lead for two Kels. seconds. Kells had six. Which brings him to 202 and second place. Whoa! Davo, yeah. congratulations on winning our centennial game. Woo! Yes! Well done, Davo. Happy. Thank you. Good game, Kells. I'm sorry to rub it in your face like that, but I got overwhelmed by emotion. <laughs> it's all good. Nice performance. Thank you, sir. And thank you to everybody out there for listening for these 100 shows. We want to do 100 more and even more than that. So from all of us here at the Brain Little Trivia Podcast, this is Devo with Allison. Started from the bottom, now we're here. <laughs> Elf. He's looking at you, kid. Andy. So long, little brainers. And the sensei, Neil. The great Yogi Berra once said, you have to give 100% in the first half of the game. If that isn't enough, in the second half, you have to give what's left. (laughs) Signing off. Uh, Greetings and salutations to all you good trivia people out there. I know what you're thinking. Hey, I really enjoyed this show. Uh, How can I get a little more? Well, here to help you out. You can look up these good people on Twitter at Little Brain. Or if Facebook's more your deal, you can look them up at Brain Ladle Productions. Hey, they've even got their own webpage. It's uh, BrainLadleTrivia.com. Now, if you're feeling generous, you can join a Patreon, where if you donate $10 or more, you can even get yourself a fancy show invite. How about that? Until we meet again, this has been 44. And I'm glad you joined us. Hope I'm out. The preceding podcast was presented by Brain Ladle Productions. All rights reserved.